Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I'm not Tempest. It's his birthday weekend. Happy birthday, Tempest. We love you. Happy birthday, Pete. Um, <laughs> uh, so I'm Pete Quinnell. I'm joined, as always, on a Saturday by Satini Yangi. Uh, welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. If it's your first time here, subscribe to the channel, like the video. There's some stuff happening on SmackDown. Not much stuff, but there is some stuff which we're going to talk about. There was this Judgment Day. Bloodline Alliance type thing on this show because it's Fast Lane tonight. So this was the go home show for that, and there was some some stuff that happened. We'll we'll get through it all because there were quite a few segments. This is basically the only notable thing on this show. Uh, so let's go through all the segments. It started with LA Knight coming out. Uh, before he can do a promo, he gets interrupted by Bloodline. That being Solo Jimmy and Paul Heyman, and uh, Jimmy interrupts the whole back and forth between Heyman and, and LA Knight. Yes. Uh, grabs the microphone and, and he says, much like he did last week, he says, you're not making it to Fastlane. Went so well for you last time, Jimmy. Hope it goes better for you this time. Spoilers, it didn't. Uh, just as they're going to go make an attack on LA Knight, John Cena comes out to make the save in kind of a mirror of what happened last week. Cena comes out, makes the save, and then Heyman convinces Jimmy and Solo to pull away. And then uh, LA Knight makes the main event for Knight versus Jimmy Uso. Yeah. It was a perfectly fine segment. Nothing notable else there. Uh, however, I think it's interesting because it cuts backstage to Judgment Day. Judgment Day are there with JD McDonough. And Priest is like, oh, why, why is he here? And Rhea Ripley says, because I invited him here. Ooh. He's here. For a reason. Ooh. I hope we find out what that reason is. But no, but the thing is, he's, he's, he's been consensually invited. That's different from him yes. just interrupting. That's good. If she just said, I invited him here and left it there, perfect. But when she said, he's here for a reason, I was like, what reason? Spoilers, we don't find out why. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then later on in the show, uh, Jimmy and Solo and Heyman are walking backstage. Jimmy's still upset because that first opening segment didn't go to plan. And he's like, no. look, man. 
Roman's not here to make the calls. Somebody's got to make the calls. If Roman was here to make the calls, I'd let him make the calls. <laughs> let him. But but he's not here, so I'm making the calls. All right. Uh, there he's a bit all over the place. They go into the locker room, and Judgment Day are just vibing in the Bloodline locker room. Just sitting in the chairs, just being like, "Sup." I'll, I'll love if they did a pre-record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, look cool, look cool, look cool. Sup, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then uh, Jimmy's just like, you guys in the wrong locker room? Bow's like, no, we're exactly where we're supposed to be. Which and is really nice. As he said that, I was like, oh, Finn Balor, you're about to get in bed with the people that screwed you out of your title. Mm. The demon should never forget. Yeah. I mean, didn't, Priest cost him the title, really. US title doesn't count, though. It's just the No, US I was talking title. when he was challenging Seth at Money in the Bank. Yeah. Yeah, but that was a misunderstanding, allegedly. Sure. No one broke the top rope, and to this day, we don't know who did it. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I meant. I yeah. meant, like, Finn oh, Balor the, the, is... The is rope thing. Yeah, yeah, Finn yeah, is yeah, one of the yeah. victims of the bloodline, so why is he yeah. hanging out the bloodline? He should be like, Judgment Day, this is my time. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. That yeah. would have made this so much better. Like, this is for me losing the title, and screw him, mm-hmm. but that's a whole yeah, different story right, for another man. time. Yeah. Um, and then goes when I break, come back, and you have this like kind of like stare off where all, all of them are just staring, and the the lens is just down between the two lines, split mm-hmm. right down the middle of these two lines of uh, Bloodline and Judgment Day, which I thought was really well shot. A Mexican standoff, as Mexican you see. standoff um, between the two. But Rhea calls for everyone to leave so she can have a chat with Mister Heyman. They all leave eventually. Priest and Solo kind of stay there for a little while, but they all get out eventually, uh, and then. This was the best bit for me, was Rhea chatting to Paul Heyman, where she says, Heyman, look, you should make the smart decision. Judgment Day and Bloodline are stronger together. Let's just let's just make a little alliance here. Um, Heyman says, it's a great idea. Really like it. I need to get that authorized, so I'm just going to make a little call, and I'll get it authorized. Goes to pick up the phone. Rhea Ripley just, no, just pushes the phone back down, and she says, it's authorized. And Heyman's like, what? Uh, no, no, mm, no. She goes, it's authorized. He said, yep, for the judgment day, but for the bloodline, I can only get it approved by one person, and mm-hmm. that person is the tribal chief. Roman Reigns. And she just leans into Paul Heyman. This is the best line. She just leans into Paul Heyman, just goes, acknowledge me. And I was like, oh, she's good, isn't she? Um, and she said, she needs to, they need to acknowledge her, much like Jey Uso did on Raw. Otherwise, we're going to see who's better, Bloodline or Judgment Day. And I'm like, okay, for me, this is, this is setting up a potential, either potential little, little alliance here that's like tense and maybe blows off eventually, or it's going to blow up in the face immediately, and then we're going to get a Bloodline Judgment Day actual like feud feud, right? Post Fastlane. They've, they, they've teased it enough, right? They're going to do a War Games match. I'm just throwing it out there. You know, oh, I, assume, I assume the War Games match is the temporary alliance. You know, the alliance that end Hulkamania, if you get what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's Dungeon of Doom and Four Horsemen all over again. Just to, <laughs> just in case the young people don't get my references. That's I, what I was trying to reference. I don't. Yeah. I'm, I'm, that, a, I'm a young one. I had to, I had to, you had to specify because you're like, yeah. alliance they end what? Same thing happened. They want yeah. to take down the top baby face, mm-hmm. two faction get together. Yeah. The same thing. Yeah. yeah. Which is totally fine. Yeah. Um, thought, thought, it was, uh, thought it was interesting. This was a good segment. I liked it. Uh, we then had uh, that led into the main event of the show, which was Jimmy Uso versus LA Knight. The match was uh, whatever, and because for no reason whatsoever, Solo Sokoa just runs in after an arbitrary amount of time and causes the DQ. Whoa! Uh, 
What was the point in the match? There was none. Whatever. John Cena runs in uh, to save uh, Jimmy Uso from uh, to save LA Knight from a post-match beatdown. Judgment Day then arrive. And the commentator's like, but whose side are they on? Did they take the agreement? No. And then uh, Paul Heyman shakes Rhea Ripley's hand, says authorized. And then that means we've got a bloodline and Judgment Day alliance. A truce, or as commentary put it, a, tru- a truce, at least for tonight. Okay, we're at the very end of the show. I'm glad it was really effective. Um, they all then get up onto the apron. Yes. Uh, Judgment Day and Bloodline going to beat up everybody. But Cena and Knight are then joined by Jey Uso and Cody Rhodes. Here's the cavalry. And then Heyman sees the warning signs. He's like, solo. Get, get, get off the apron, mate. Come on, this isn't going to work. And just as he does that, the brawl breaks out. Uh, Babyfaces stand tall. JD McDonough gets absolutely mauled by everybody. Uh, and that's it. So. Yes. What's your thoughts on this alliance, Sat? Do you think... Okay. couple questions here. Yes. Are you excited for it? And two, do you think it's actually going to last beyond this show? Quick answer is no and no. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'm excited for it. No. Why? It's been done before. Mm-hmm. If it was the first time it ever happened, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, this is so cool. We've seen uh, Judgment Day do favors for the bloodline a lot. I'm struggling to remember the bloodline returning the favor. They kind of did once, I think. They had, I forgot, AJ Styles? Maybe I forgot. I don't know. But it's, it's like they've, it's been an ongoing thing. So it's not mm-hmm. new. So I don't like, I don't like when something's trying to, it's like reheating something in the microwave. It's like it's been cooked, <laughs> it's been cooked before. Just reheating yesterday's food or last month's food. It's been defrosted. <laughs> now heating it up. It's the same plate of food as before, albeit slightly a bit older. Mm-hmm. So it's, and the only thing that I'm hoping, because you're saying like, would it last for, would, would it last longer? War games is coming. War mm-hmm. games. So they're probably sowing the seeds for war games. And so, you know, Survivor Series in Chicago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they're saying the seeds for that. So I do think that the, the temporary alliance will last into, into November mm-hmm. and blow off at war games. Because mm-hmm. you still need Roman Reigns to be there and, you know, yeah. interact with Judgment Day and also to get his feelings and his emotion behind his cousin Jimmy Jimmy too big for my britches Uso because mm-hmm. uh, that's the whole thing we're waiting for so to answer your question yeah I think this alliance will last longer than the previous times when they tested the water a bit mm-hmm. and I do f- feel like it is a precursor to them finally having a full on a full on brawl but at the moment I still feel like the judgment day outnumbers the bloodline by quite a bit yes yeah. it's f- what 5v3 Apparently. Yeah, because Paul Heyman can't do nothing yeah. except for use his phone. Yeah. Yeah. But also, um, jumping ahead, the speculation, because usually on um, War Games, it's probably it's five against five, right? Usually sometimes. Yeah, it can be 4v4. No, I feel like this is a great opportunity to have Drew McIntyre just put in mm. there for him just to turn. Who would he be siding with? Bloodline? No, he wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. He will come out and, and team up with the baby faces, mm. but he's already expressed on Raw his dislike of Cody Rhodes. I see. And then that and dislike then will elevate, when and then turns. that's when he turns. Got yeah, you. he doesn't got want to you, help anymore. Like, screw you, screw this match, you people, Jay Uso, you know, why am I team up Jay Uso? It's an interesting thing because they're kind of doing a slow heel turn for Drew McIntyre. What a great way to have a blow off of the heel turn to happen in Chicago at War Games, Survivor Series, those talking points. But yeah, that's just an idea. Yeah, I... 
don't think this is this is kind of how I feel about this whole show. Yes, sir. Is that superficially mm-hmm. it looks exciting? In the same way that you see, like John Cena's here, that's exciting. Jey Uso's here, Cody Rhodes, wow, exciting. If you go underneath that very very superficial layer, it's like there's actually nothing here. Like that, like this didn't build the fast lane match pretty much at all. Because I don't think the story was furthered in no. any way. Uh-uh. It was just reinforced at the same level. Yeah. You know? Because we, we talk a lot about, you know, people saying like, well, the story wasn't furthered on this show. Or, and then someone would say like, well, they had like three segments. Whatever. It's like, sure. Mm. But if you have three segments that say nothing, the story mm-hmm. isn't furthered. It's just been reinforced at exactly where it is. And I think I came out of the show exactly where I was before I went into this show. You know? Aside from mm-hmm. that little... Judgment Day Bloodline Alliance, if that is going to be a thing. That uh, is a, an actual story progression out of this show. I, I'm going to ask you this question because as you're explaining your point, I was thinking to myself, oh, are we meant to believe Judgment Day is going inter- 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 to integrate themselves into the tag match of Fastlane? Mm, is that yeah. what's. Because uh, again, you're right. Because it could be both. You know, Bloodline would help out Judgment Day against Cody and Jay, and then Judgment Day would help out Bloodline against Cena and Knight, right? I, I assume mm, that's supposed to be mm, our thought process okay. going into Fastlane. But I don't know if that's actually going to be a thing. I I think it would be a bit weird to have a lot of like shenanigans all over the show. It would make it feel very TV rather than a pay per view. You know what I mean? I know, but they've uh, they've earned a right to have a, a TV style uh, booking because they've they've had great pay per views early in the year. So I guess they've... I don't I don't agree with that at all. What from you, from you, backlash? You, you've done, on... you, no, no, no. I oh. agree. They've been great pay per views. Yeah. That doesn't give them a right to have a bad pay per view. <laughs> just, just always have great pay-per-views be held to the same standard i i guess <laughs> just not, i can't believe that's an argument well they've had great stuff so they can get away with having bad stuff i mean just don't have bad stuff i mean you know i do a perfect world but i've been watching wrestling wwe wrestling for a long time to know no such thing exists oh so for me I'm i always, agree i'm always waiting for the show the other shoe to drop this is sure. the other shoe dropping so i'm like i can see your slippers falling off sure it's gonna I, I understand. In a realistic world, yeah, yeah it's probably yeah. going to be a lot of shenanigans and yeah. stuff. But I'm still going to criticize him for it. I'm not going to give him a pass. I mean, that's what you get paid to do. I mean, you, yeah. So, yeah, criticize them. I'm just saying that, uh, I mean, they're kind of hinting it was going to happen. Yeah. As long as, as long as as long as it's done well, but it's usually not. It's just the same old schmoz. There is also the chance that this is never referenced again. And this was a one-night truce and then they teamed up, and then that's it. Pete, they've done it before. That's why I said to you, no and no. No, because they've done it before, and, and no is because... Yeah. But I do think there's a potential for the, the alliance to go into November, because it, it makes it exciting. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm sick and tired on Raw. Why is Cody wrestling a variation of people from the Judgment Day, <laughs> and then Sammy and KO doing the same thing? It's like, it's the same main event on Raw. I know we talk about SmackDown, but my goodness... It's, yep. it's it's spam worthy. It's meme worthy. It's insane. Uh, have you seen that collage of graphics? Yes, yes. Yeah. That's what, that's what I'm alluding to. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And they're going to continue doing it. And I'm like, I'm yeah. so confused. I'm like, oh, can we do something different? Yep. Like, uh, how long have they been feuding for? When is, where's the blow off? All games. They've been feuding since June? The combination of the wrestlers. Yeah, war games. War games. Make it war games and end it. Yeah. Because I genuinely think they got to June mm-hmm. and said, okay, I think we've got our War Games plan. And that's it. That's as far as they got. They didn't think about what they're going to do in the meantime. So, well, we'll just build it now. <laughs> Which is just I don't, nonsense. I don't know. Because it's kind of like, P- 
people complain if it, they start cooling off the feud because you're like, War Games is next month or Survivor Series is next month. You mm -hmm. need to build it up. But they've rinsed through so much matches mm -hmm. that it's come to the point where Raw, again, I know we're talking about SmackDown, is now Groundhog Day. And it may potentially do the same thing on SmackDown where that's going to become Groundhog Day because you're, you're going to get a combination of all those wrestlers competing one way or the, or the other. Mm -hmm. And also, quickly to say, Cody Rose and, and, and Jey Uso hyped up. They're coming to SmackDown. Came at the end. Yeah. And they weren't scheduled to be there for a promo or anything. They just came really? out to save their friends. No, it was scheduled. They were like, we're going to SmackDown. Oh, no, no. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm saying like in the, the kayfabe of the show, they didn't come out for a scheduled promo. They no. didn't have a match. No, it's they a bit were bizarre. Just there to save their friends. So but, they all would have already known that their friends needed saving before the show. The continuity doesn't make sense in kayfabe is what I'm trying that's, to say. You know what? I, I would have popped more if it was unannounced. If you're like, oh mm -hmm. my gosh, is so Jay Uso. Did Cody come for the ride? Oh, Cody came as well. It's, it's kind of like, they were advertised, Jimmy. Yeah. Why are you shocked? Yeah. The story should have been, is Jay here yet? Is Jay mm -hmm. here yet? Yeah. Is Jay... Is, that looks like Jay. Is that Jay? No, it's not Jay. No. That, would, that would have been a great story if Jimmy's trying to look for Jay all night, couldn't find and him. And trying to avoid him specifically. Like, nah, that would have been great. No, Jay's trying to avoid him, yeah. But Jimmy's the one trying to like, trying to break bread with him. Yeah, because remember, Jimmy still says, you know, I, I love you. I did, I'm trying to protect you. And yeah, super but he's a coward. Yeah, he's capping. I don't like Jimmy Uso's character. Um, uh, I don't mind him now. He's a bit of a menace and it's making me laugh. He, he's a hot mess. He's, yeah. As I mentioned, describe he's a hot mess. He Listen, is. The story, his storyline doesn't make sense. It's Correct. still a bit crap. Yep. But I'm finding things to enjoy because I have to find some things to enjoy. Or it's very depressing to watch him on screen. So I mm. find something to enjoy, which is he thinks he's now the new right hand man. He's the second in command. When when mm -hmm. Roman's not here, he holds it down unofficially. So I can't wait to see Roman's reaction to that. It'll be funny. Here's here's the thing as well. Okay. Yeah. So on this show, yes, it's insinuated that mm -hmm. Heyman called. Roman Reigns to authorize the Judgment Day alliance thing, right? He said he has to get the approval from Roman Reigns, and Rhea said, "All right, make your call." And then he came out, shook a hand, and said, "Authorized," right? Which mm. pretty heavily insinuates he called Roman Reigns. Roman says, "Roman Reigns said okay." They were also hyping up on commentary that Roman Reigns has not given any judgment on Jimmy Uso. Jimmy Uso can say that he's in the bloodline, but until Roman Reigns says so, we don't know if he even is. If Heyman's in constant contact with Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns surely would have said, Jimmy, piss off. You're not in the bloodline, right? Unless he is, in which case Roman has taken him back, which doesn't make any sense because Jimmy's the first one that turned on him at Night of Champions. No, but you saw Roman. Roman was willing to forgive him because he helped him win which the title of SummerSlam. nonsense. That doesn't make any sense with Roman's character. What do you mean? Roman's a paranoid mess up here all the time. <laughs> no, but you, Roman, listen... When you got less members in your in your bloodline, there's not much of a bloodline. So he was fine. He was. I'll forgive you if you're willing to worship me again. Come on, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll allow you back in. You know I hate I mean? all of it. Also, you have to remember one thing as well. People keep forgetting they're not just a faction. It's family. They're family. They are family. Sure. It's family. Family squabble all the time. You know, at the end of the day, I, I would say <laughs> that betraying your cousin, turning on him, and calling him, you know horrible things and saying that he's toxic and abusive and all that stuff. It's a little more than squabbling. It's is a, what I'd it's, say. It's, it's a regular Friday for, for the Bloodline <laughs> household. Amount of time Alf and Secret headlock each other in the kitchen yeah, and saying, yeah, nah, yeah. I should do the, get the splash. I should get the victory. They grew up in, you're telling, you're, you're about the Bloodline, they're close. They're close what? They, they're tribal combat. They, they, they're, they're squabbling. They're training with each other. They're smacking each other. There's a, they, you think it's a simple, easy household full of jokes? No, there used to be a lot of fighting, a lot of competition. 
that's what that's what breeds that kind of um you know success in the bloodline. It's in them. Cannot it's... believe that you're defending this. <laughs> I mean, why not? I mean, come on. That's what makes it fun. Pete, you go in and I'm like, actually, what if, you know? <laughs> yeah, I'll be the hill. You baby face it up. All right. I'm not a baby face. I just like to create an alternative point because there are people yeah. in the comment section that kind of think that way. Because if we're both thinking the same way, they're going to feel oppressive. My views are never heard. They're going to say in the comment section, you guys suck. <laughs> you guys never see what I want. So I'm just saying, like, do I 100% believe it? No, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm saying it because that's maybe, maybe that's what how they see things. Sure, we may not see it, but they see things obscured. You yeah. know, they'd be like, "This is great TV yeah. content for everyone." Look, look, man, I I saw online that people were super hyped with that main event segment with all the run-ins from Jay and Kobe and stuff. People were like, "Man, that's the hottest SmackDown ending in years. It's so great." I'm so glad people got something out of it. I got nothing out of it because it's so expected. We've seen these people team up before. The people were announced to be there. Yeah. there. There was nothing exciting about it all. I'm like, this is the standoff that we've had for months. But no, no it, would you argue they wasted this uh, um, Mexican standoff a month too early? Probably. Because yeah. now, now you don't have that the, the excitement for war game mm-hmm. unless unless Regal, you know, his year don't compete up and he comes out. <laughs> That's the pop. I think, war games. I think it's after war games. I think his his years up. I think I don't think he's going to be able to to announce it. Unfortunately. Now I'm sad. Yeah. Now I'm sad. Me oh, too. Is Triple H. Yeah. War games. War games. <laughs> <laughs>
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, shall we talk about the rest of the show? Because I could talk about this for a while about why I don't like it. I mean, but let's try and talk about something else, I, I suppose. Mean, I mean, why not? Yeah. Uh, so elsewhere on this show, there wasn't a whole lot, but there was Charlotte and Asuka versus EO Sky and Bailey. Now, they were doing the entrances for this match, and they showed the recap of uh, last week when they were did that. And I was like, this is exactly the same as the, the Bloodline, Cena, and Knight stuff, in that you have one babyface, is outnumbered mm-hmm. by two heels, other babyface comes in for a save, and then tag match. Considering the opening segment was one babyface, outnumbered by two heels, and then person comes out, and there's a tag match tomorrow. Like, it's just like, do you have no other avenues of telling a story like this? Like, is, there, is there nothing else you can do to tell to get to the same thing of a tag match? Because it just feels very repetitive. If I'm the WWE right, I'll be like, is this a trick question? I'll <laughs> 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 be like, what are you singing with? You getting sassy with me, son? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be up since four o'clock in the morning. My script yeah. got ripped up. Don't tell me stuff. I mean, but yeah. um, to, to answer your question, you just acknowledged something that I said to Tempest last week. Asuka's a baby face, right? Mm-hmm. She's no longer a heel. That heel run lasts all but a few months. Uh, Good stuff. Yes. Uh, you know what she is? Yes. She's a tweener. She's a tweener. Yeah. Um, but there was uh, miscommunication in this match. The match itself was... A, a box standard tag team match. It was a WWE TV match. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was miscommunication on both ends. Charlotte big booted Asuka, and then Bailey knocked EO Sky off the ring. Why not? Uh, and then Charlotte hit a natural selection on Bailey and then pinned her. Yeah. Um, we were talking about in the office, Bailey, you're so selfless. Be a tad bit selfish now. Because <laughs> uh, I'm saying it, it's like her her return from a knee injury. She had a, she had a good uh, program with Bianca Belair. But since then, it's like she's been coasting and they've been making it to coast to the point where people are saying that Bailey's washed in the ring because you, 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 this year you can't remember when Bailey had a last good match you can sink your teeth into. And they're not doing a good job of, of alleviating their allegations because they're not really doing much with her in the ring. She's eating pins. She's the eater of pins of her own group. She went from being the leader to being, I don't know, the support the supporting player. We, you know, I don't mind it because, you know, Eos guy is talented and I did want de- uh, damage control to be justified. That that whole formation in SummerSlam, they needed to justify that group because before Eo won the title, I considered uh, damage control a failure. But since Eo won the title, it's kind of given somewhat of a, semblance of in history to be looked back upon as almost probably like hurt business like it was exciting at the time but it, they, should, they could have done more mm-hmm. even now they, they, they could do more of them they could be vicious they should be running roughshod but they're mm-hmm. not being booked well and especially Bailey. She's, she's been booked poor yeah. like the way charlotte can beat her with a spear do you know who that is that's bailey the, one of the goats anyway yeah i just want to say bailey they should book her better she's too selfless she needs to be egotistical like someone that pinder. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, something we didn't mention in the whole Bloodline Judgment Day stuff is Roman Reigns is going to be on next week. He is? Yeah. Roman Reigns got announced for next week because it's the season premiere. Also, Triple H is going to be there next week. He is? It's the season premiere. 
Wow, Roman cool. Reigns. I would love if he, I would laugh if he came back sunburnt. He's been sitting in the beach the whole time. You know, that's another thing. Yeah. One more thing. Yes, about go the for Judgment it. Day go for it. Stuff. Yes, yes. Where Roman Reigns being away. Yes. Feels very arbitrary. Like we, as like we can understand looking at a wrestling calendar when he's going to be away because it's B shows, right? Mm. In kayfabe in the story, he just takes time off whenever you know whatever does he need to be around probably not why not and i it feels it doesn't feel earned there's no reason for him to be away you know yeah and because you can't make the argument that like well he never wrestles on b shows because he does because he wrestled at money in the bank if you want to call it a b show he wrestled at elimination chamber this year right if you mm-hmm. want to call them b shows he wrestled at night of champions if you want to call that a b show like that is there doesn't. There's no storyline justification as to why he's taking so much time off, aside from like, well, he's having a break. It's like, sure, but then the bloodline stuff just completely stops when he's gone. Oh, we we know that already. Poor Hamer be like, because he's the tribal chief, he can do whatever he wants. Exactly, which is not enough justification for me to care enough. You know, it, it doesn't further any storyline dynamics between characters. There's no like. You know, where Roman saying, "Well, I'm going to take some time off." So, you know, Jimmy, you're in charge while I'm gone. You know, Solo's in charge. While I'm gone. There's not, there's nothing to further the people on screen when Roman's gone, and that to me is one of the biggest problems with Roman being off. Is not that he doesn't defend the title, or that you know, it is that they don't care about the story when Roman's not there, and there's nothing to help the people that are still there when Roman's gone. Roman d- doesn't lay him up with. Here's some story stuff to work on while I'm gone. You and, know? Hence why Jimmy is back in the bloodline. Because I argued it would have been weeks of Solo and Paul. Mm. And, and yeah. Solo Sokoa's character is not built to carry stories. He's Absolutely. built to be silent, stoic, and taking people out. Yeah. and yeah. Almost as if Cody should have won at goddamn WrestleMania. And the bloodline should have finished after that. Uh, technically... I'm still at the entrances of Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. I've never watched that match and I never will. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's too it's too it's too depressing. Mm-hmm. It was on point to be the greatest WrestleMania since WrestleMania 17. And they wow, crapped it the was. bed. They crapped the bed. Yep. They crapped the bed. Again, it, like I was watching the entrance. I was like, oh, this is great. It's the moment it's there. And then uh, and I remember I went I remember I went to sleep and I was like, I woke up in the morning. I was like, ah. Oh. That picture of, of of Cody holding the Titan Files and looked good on on uh, on on Twitter, mm-hmm. and then when I went on Twitter, oh gosh, oh no, whoa, no, what do you mean? What you mean? What you mean? Oh, what he won? Mm-hmm. Roman won? Oh, I was like, I can't watch this. The, yeah. Like huge wave of, of sadness engulfed my soul. Uh, I said it before, Sat, that that match was on course to be my favorite match of all time, and then Roman won. Anyway. I can't keep talking about it because I do bring it up on every show that I'm on. No, no. I will die on that hill that Cody should have won. I Listen, it's one of those situations where I agree. I'm mm. with you to the point where I'm, I'm probably never going to watch the match until one day. I can't watch it. It's too, it's too depressing to know how it ends. Mm-hmm. It's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. But at the same time, I would say had Cody won the title, fans would have turned on him eventually because they already were saying that he did not earn his right to face. There was yes, adversity. he did. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, I yeah. cannot stand the people like, well, he didn't face enough adversity. What about his entire first WWE run? How about leaving and building AEW, then coming back and winning the run? How is that not enough adversity? Come on! You're all... 
morons if you think he didn't have enough adversity. You know, to clip this, right? That end of the month thing when they do the whole wrestle talk thing and yeah, add, <laughs> add, 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 this, add this part in, yes? Just, just add this part in. Ugh. Because yeah, his whole documentary is adversity. His whole first run is called Adversity. Yeah. He, um, Stardust, you should rename him Adversity. Yeah. That, mid Cardiff for Life gimmick. <sighs> yep. Uh, ripping his titty meat. Yeah. That's My God, yeah, he ripped his tit. Like... <laughs> How is it not enough adversity? What are you guys talking about? He was number 30, man. He didn't work hard for it. <laughs> it angers me so. He ended solos at the feeder streak. He didn't oh, work for my it. God, it angers me. He's the new Super Cena, man. Can you not see it? <laughs> anyway, can't keep getting sidetracked. No, because like that would have happened. He'd be Brock Lesnar twice, man. Yeah. Can you not see it? That would have been even more of a backlash. He beat yeah. Brock Lesnar, man. Yeah, backlash. Yeah. That's the one he didn't win. Um, anyway, goodness me. Let's talk yes. about the next thing on the show. Let's do it. Rey Mysterio versus Bobby Lashley Ooh. in a non-title match. So Lashley's winning. Um, this match was all right. Again, Bob's back. Bob's it, back. It, it was a WWE TV match, which is a shame because we know how good both these guys are and mm-hmm. how, how well they can go. And mm-hmm. they didn't really show that in this match, but they weren't designed to. Um, big schmoz finish. Everyone gets involved. Street Profits cause a distraction. Get into a brawl with Wacky Mod and Cruz del Toro. Hit a wicked looking bounce into a German suplex. Was awesome. Allowing Lashley to hit the spear on Mysterio for the win. I will say, the camera work in this match really needed some work because they kind of missed that bounce into the German suplex. They missed a couple of moves in the match because they were just busy cutting to shots of the OW on the outside. Sorted out. Um, but then they played the replay of the that bounce German and it looked amazing, uh, which was then played into an angle later on where backstage Rey Mysterio comes out of the, the train room and says, Wild and Cruz Toro are out of the six-man tag at Fast Lane tonight. Oh, no. So then they said, well, what are we going to do? There's only two of us now and three of them, which is not true because Zelina Vega's right there. You just don't want women fighting men, but that's okay. You got Santos and you got Rey and Rey says... Let me make a call. And that's how it ends. That is the one bit of curiosity I have for Fastlane. All right. Let's let's, let's uh, decipher. Let me make a call. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I guess it's not Dragon Lee because I could be... <laughs> you know why? Let me go down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. You, you know, no, no, oh, oh. I'll be right back. Yeah. You know that one? So I've got an idea. But he's like, you need yeah. to make a phone call. Needs to make a call. And then I don't know. It's really funny if it's Dragon Lee though. <laughs> it's a shame you're gonna get here next week, but I'll be like, I'll be like, Pete, watch the episode. <laughs> it was Dragon Lee. Yeah, he he went he went down the hall to catering. Yeah, no, because he called him Drag, Drag, Drag. Where are you, man? I'm getting ready for my match. Hey, you, you, you just debuted. Do you want to have your first PLE? Mm-hmm. Bet I'm there. Uh, no, I'm hoping that it is one Carlito. That would be great. That's what I assumed. Yeah. Because, you know, LWO yeah, for yeah, life. Yeah, absolutely. You know. I kind of forgot that was a possibility. I f- forgot Carlito was there. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's the right That's the right choice. Bring back Carlito and yeah. then the new team of Street Profits and, and Bobby Lash still wins. <laughs> because Santos turns heel, right? <gasps> no. Yeah. Wait, listen, I know we're going to get to Santos Escobar as Rey Mysterio down the line, mm-hmm. but no. Yeah. No. I mean, they had Santos Rey before uh, yeah. last week, wasn't it? Yeah, it was too Ray early. Rey won and Santos was like... Looking like a bit, yeah, a bit annoyed, a bit dejected, and that's when the street profits jumped him right before 
Santos was going to turn definitely, definitively, with no question, right? You, you, that's what you th- you're yeah. thinking. Yeah, uh, nah, yeah. no, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not time yet. Why not? It's not time. Why? We have. If you're going to bring in Carlito, swap out a Santos. You're fine. No. LWO is still strong. No, it's not. Like I'm hoping. This is what I'm hoping. I'm hoping he takes that LDF back with him. He takes mm-hmm. his crew back. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Like we're out, guys. We're yeah. out. And then you just have Ray and Carlito as a tag team. Yeah, and Zelina is torn between yeah. where her loyalty lies because I don't mm. think I think she's she's too in I think with Cruz and Joaquin they haven't mm-hmm. had enough success in the group to be yeah. that nostalgic yeah <laughs> they were like yeah I'm tired of being a job guy mm-hmm. where's our van let's start kidnapping people again yeah you know <laughs> but yeah I no, it's not time I feel like it has to build even more oh it it's, ugh, oh dude you just create that you you're making my brain is breaking in front of everyone's eyes because <laughs> I'm trying to see if what you're suggesting is actually a better idea you know the whole out of nowhere <gasps> What is he doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Santos. But I feel like it's too quick because I feel like it's a WrestleMania feud. Why does everything need to be a WrestleMania feud? Then who does Ray face at WrestleMania then? What? Doing that onto the giant battle we'll, royal on we'll, SmackDown? We'll get there into Rumble no, season. Man. We haven't even had Planning. Survivor Series it's yet. It's got pre-planning. You can't do that. Listen, yes, you, you, can. you can't do... You can't do that. You can't do that. Yes, you, you can. can. You, you cannot do that. They're building this storyline for a while. This new surrogate son. You know, this storytelling. All to blow it off for a pay-per-view. That's not going to happen. Hey, no, you can't. No, no. Do it at the Rumble. No one cares. Feud blow off at Rumbles. No one, no one, no one ever really cares. No one blows off feuds at pay per views. Is that what I'm hearing? No, no, no. Rumble. No one cares about feuds at Rumbles. Why no, not? No one. No one Make cares. them care about feuds at the Rumble. That's no. in your power. It feels like it's kind of like a dead heat. People are like, I came for the Rumble. I don't care about this match. This is just like, be, I need to get my crazy hot dog. idea. Make them care about the Rumbles and the matches. Yeah, but Just run out there. unless unless some sort of like Snickers or whatever <laughs> glow in the dark match. No, we don't care. It's a, it's a WrestleMania feud. It'll be it'll be Santos' first WrestleMania because Wap okay turns heel. He has a match with Rey Mysterio. Then what? Rematch on Mania. People start complaining or rematch at Elimination Chamber in Australia. People start complaining. And then what happens? WrestleMania. Santos Escobar and Rey Mysterio are both fighting the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal because they screwed it up and they broke up too early. Or they push Santos Escobar again. Crazy suggestion. If you're going to turn someone heel and abscond a faction, you push them. I don't think that's a crazy suggestion, but that's just me. Or you do a US title match between Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar at WrestleMania. So enough time has gone by that you forget they had a singles match. Here's, it was fresh again. Here's a, 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 a side point. How long have we been going? For ages! <laughs> probably, not talk for, probably not talk on this for too long. Yes. This is a side point. Okay. Kind of based off what you're saying. I do feel like sometimes people can over-glamorize WrestleMania a little bit. Because like, well, anything has to end at WrestleMania. Why because not? if it's important, it has to end at WrestleMania. It's like, yes. you have a, a whole rest of the year. And if you have stuff end at other points in the year, it makes those other bits of the year also important. I won't remember it. Why not? So I barely remember uh, any wrestling years. Do you, do you not remember anything that happened at any SummerSlam, any Survivor Series, any Rumble? You know, that isn't the Rumble matches. Yeah, of course. Like, come I on, do. of course, yes, important stuff yeah, happens no, at those no, shows. No, but it, it, it feels you just like... elevate the other shows up by doing important things on them. If they want to push Santos Escobar as a next credible heel, mm-hmm. you should build it towards WrestleMania. That's the coming out party when he has that victory over Rey Mysterio and wins the United States title. If he does it at WrestleMania over two nights, it will get overshadowed by all the other important things on that show. No, if he be... does it on a B show or no. at the Royal Rumble, he will not be overshadowed by all the other singles matches because he will have his own spotlight. The Fatal Four Way Tag Team match for WrestleMania stood the one of the most talked about uh, matches of this year's wrestling. No, it isn't! 
is it? It is. The pounds. Yes, it about? is. Chad Gable lifting up Bron Breaker. Bron Breaker getting pounced by Angelo Dawkins. Are you? Are you? Are you kidding me? I still see on Twitter people was oh that was that match bang oh that was God. a good match yeah that because was, people yes. don't talk about it so people want to highlight it no, more that's the it point is, it is it's, it's social media we're, we're, we're getting on a tangent guys going back swiftly <laughs> so yes uh, Santos Escobar it could be Carlito or it might be Dragon oh, Lee anyway yeah. sorry okay so sidetracked uh, Austin Theory faced Dragon Lee next God Jesus what is this match it nothing much happened again. A perfectly standard WWE TV match. Grayson Waller came out after a few seconds. He gets involved. Cameron Grimes evens the odds. And then Dragon Lee wins with a roll-up. But in this match, yeah, um, Austin Fury got to bust out a few moves that he hasn't done in a while. Because Austin Fury is a much better wrestler than he's portrayed on television. Mm -hmm. Especially this year. He did this like cool... He did like a powerbomb position, drag his arm into a flatliner onto Dragon Lee. That was a cool move he did. Uh yeah, I just think it looked weird. It looked awkward rather than cool to me. I was like, oh, I don't know what that was. Rather than, oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? I thought it was cool. He thought it was weird. For him, he thought it was like a creative wrestler thing. You know, when you create moves <laughs> and then you do illogical. You know, instead of Pablo, I'll just do the arm instead and then. But it was fluid because Dragon Lee was a good person to do it on. Yeah. If it was a bigger wrestler, like for example, Austin Fury cannot do that on Braun, on, on you know, I'll say Braun Breaker, but Braun Strowman. So it's, just, it's a bit mm -hmm. awkward. But yeah, it, it, it looked fluid for me. It's like, yeah. It looked more fluid than carrying Cross's finisher. The one that starts from a pump mm -hmm. handle into like a weird F5. Yeah, pump handle is a weird starting for a move anyway, but. What? Pump um, handle slam, pump handle drop? Yeah, pump handle drop is fine because it's basically just a riptide, right? Pump handle yeah. slam is a bit too convoluted because then you do hit, arm, under, up, uh, roll over, and then slam. They say the, mom the momentum is meant to It's KO supposed you. to, but it, ne it never really does, though. Uh, we got a video package for Shinsuke Nakamura. <laughs> I've written video package for Shinsuke and Nakamura. Nope. For Shinsuke Nakamura and Seth Rollins. And then Damian Priest was shown backstage holding his briefcase. Tell everyone your theory, man. You're I wonder if it's going to be a cash-in. There you go. He's going to no, cash in on Rollins. No, you said more than that. You were more eloquent in the was office I? explaining to me. Yes. Uh, he's going to cash in on Rollins because they were doing the whole back thing to, to to weaken Rollins so that Priest can just come in and cash in and win and it still protects Rollins. And my theory is they're weakening um, Seth Rollins back for Gunter powerbomb and victory and world title win. Do you think that Gunther is going to lose the belt anytime soon? January's always nice. <laughs> oh, you should end it at WrestleMania, I think. Otherwise, it's not important. Isn't that right, Sap? What do you mean? That's not the same thing. Come with a goalpost. Come with a goalpost. What's the goalpost? There you come with a goalpost. We're talking about Santos Escobar. It, does Gunter look like Santos? No, he doesn't. That's a whole different story. It's a whole different story. If you want to end something historic, why not end it at WrestleMania? Otherwise, it's not important, apparently. Oh, you can. You can do a two-night thing. You can lose the Intercontinental title, <laughs> win a Royal Rumble, have the Royal Rumble victory, and beat Seth Rollins the next night. You're right. I like the idea. Oh, that's great. Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, then then oh, we had, thanks. yeah, that was a really big hit. Jesus. Uh, then we had the announcements that Roman Reigns and Triple H are going to be there next week. Then we had the main event, which we've already spoken about. I didn't get a lot out of this show. I thought there were some teasers of decent things. Like, I liked the, the intrigue of who's their partner going to be and the, uh, the potential alliance with Judgment Day and Bloodline. I liked a couple of the backstage segments. The wrestling on this show, at its best, was fine. And that's about it. I didn't get more excited for Fastlane. Aside from like the little curiosity about the tag team partner, I think this is a two out of five show for me. It's for a show he didn't get enough on. He got my blood pressure riled up. Yeah, right here. 
this is the most passionate I've ever been. Uh, yeah, this is kind of crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what what happened. What came over me? We've hosted shows before. Yeah. But he, you, you, want, you want to go there? Let's go there. You want, you want to debate? I'm going to debate you, man. I'll debate your life. <laughs> I'll, I'll debate you, man. I'm now, uh, before we do the uh, before we do the Patreon shout outs, just want to say. Yes. That we have a new book out. Yeah. Wrestling, wrestling Unmasked. Talking about like behind the scenes stories, all of the controversies behind the scenes in wrestling. God, there's a lot of them. Uh, we are doing a giveaway for this book. And it's uh, my book. Well, okay. We're doing a giveaway for this book. What, all you need to do for it to give, get a free copy is email support at wrestletalk.com with the subject i want a free book uh you've got until monday to do so and the winner or uh, the winners of it we're giving away five books the winners of that will be announced on the raw podcast next tuesday uh so get your emails in uh take them straight from the page of rest talk magazine it's all the stuff about wrestling controversies behind the stage stories behind this behind the stage behind the scenes stories backstage stories uh etc so you said five people can i be one of the five uh, if you email in, sure, you've got a chance. What do you mean? I, you said, I should say, I want a book. I want the book. I said that loud. Yep. Just email in at support at wrestletalk.com and we'll we'll get you as part of the raffle there, Sat. <sighs> it feels like a screw job. Can I just not take this? Can I just, just take this book? Can I just can I just leave with this? No. Oh, gosh. We're fine. <laughs> um, and you can, of course, also purchase the book uh, on uh, ebook, audiobook version and paperback version on uh, did I say audiobook? I didn't mean that. I meant like Kindle. That's what I meant. Yes, same thing. Digital and physical copies available on Amazon right now for fifteen ninety nine. So there you go. Nope, fourteen ninety nine. God, Jesus Christ! It's like fifteen quid, just under. My brain's a little bit frazzled. It's okay. Leave me alone. It's mine and my partner's anniversary. I'm just going to give this book to her as a gift. Uh, would, no, you, no, yes, I am. No, you're not. I'm going to take no, this book. No, it is. Gosh. That is staying here, unfortunately. But anyway, before we get out of, uh, uh, <clears throat> before we get out of the show, before we get out of here and end the show, yes. my brain is genuinely gone. Uh, we have to say thank you to some special people on our Patreon page. If you've not been to our Patreon yet, patreon.com forward slash Rust Talk, you should. Loads of bonus content. We've got uh, one week's early access for TLC episodes. We launch our new show TLC on Russell Talk on Wednesday. We've got one week's early access for that. Uh, there'll be a new episode going up on Wednesday on YouTube. And then, of course, one week's early access for the next episode over on our Patreon. And we've got uncut versions of Survival Series of No Holds Board uh, over on Parts of Unknown. So they're on there as well. Loads of stuff. And if you pledge at the $25 or above tier, you get your own custom wrestling nickname. And it gets read out on a show much like this one. So thank you to the Black Plague, Butch Rosser. Connor for Crusher Bailey. Champion Zero Fear, Hitman Soul. For Cleaner. Kenny Shaw. The British Bulldog, Philiboy J. Smith Jr. He can last Sean for longer than you in the ring. Starbucks, Stephen Costa. Shoot Maiden, the Zonis. He ran Aaron Hanrahan. <laughs> he brings the fear of Mary Jones. The Shrock Master, Austin Shrock. I'm afraid he's got some bad news. It's bad news. Bob the Ninja, Goldfish. Bob the Ninja Goldfish. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us for this episode of the Rest Talk Podcast. Thank you, Sat. Uh, it will be, it's you and Tempest next week, I think. Yeah. Back to normal. Yeah. And then, he ain't going to rub my blood pressure next week. And then the week after that, I think it's me and Tempest. Ooh, people like Ooh, that. Mm, yes. That's interesting. I like um, 
thank you so much for, for joining us. If it's your first time here on the Rust Up Podcast channel, please do subscribe, like the video, why not? And join us. We're going to have a fast lane review tomorrow over on the Wrestle Talk channel and a Wrestle Talk, uh, a review podcast. <coughs> a fast lane review podcast here on this channel uh, tomorrow as well. I want to say something. Happy Saturday day, ladies and gentlemen. I love you guys. Be back again next Sat E day, same Sat E time ish. Same Sat E channel. Yes. Etc. Yes. Uh, he acknowledges the Sat E channel. Yeah. Yeah. See you later, everyone. Jam that jam. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 